Okay, we are starting um, this year's Shurim Tovshin Pei Aleph, and we have been doing Megillah Esther from the beginning since Tovshin Ayin Zion. This is the fifth year. We started in Tovshin Ayin Zion, and on the website you could search for Megillah Esther, and you have Shurim 1 through 14, which gets us. We continued every year, and we're in the mi- middle towards the end of Perak Tess. That's where we're holding. Now, we always want to be maktim that in Masechta Seifrim it says, Masechta Seifrim, so in the Masechta Ketanis of, of, of Shas, which, um, which has the Minhagim of Klai Yisrael, and over there it says there was a Minig in Klai Yisrael that the two Matzei Shabbosos before Purim, they would come to the Shul, and the first Matzei Shabbos they would read half the Megillah, and the second Matzei Shabbos they'd read the other half of the Megillah. And obviously they weren't being Yaitse Kriyas Megillah. And um, so the obvious thing what they were doing was that they were preparing for, for uh, Purim. And because if you just come and start looking at the Megillah at, uh, on Purim, it's not going to be, you could try, but it's not going to be the same, have the same effect. So it seems it was already a minig in Kla Yisrael to get together the few weeks before Purim and prepare the Megillah and prepare the understanding of the Megillah in order to understand that when Purim comes. So that's why we always try to give Shurim in the Megillah to, um, to not just be yoy to that minig, but at least to prepare ourselves for Purim. And we also, when all the shiurim have been going b'derech klal with the pirish of the gra and the yosef legach, um, and based on Rev Brev does the krayin levrachas pirushim as well, and both the gra and the yosef legach, the yosef legach, Rav Leza Ashkenazi, from, uh, I gave a shir on him on his yard site on, uh, on Hanukkah, in the life and Torah of our leaders, and uh, his, his pirish and the gra, which seems to have been based on that, the idea is to show that every pasuk is a chalik of the nace and bring out the nace in every single pasuk. And we've shown that throughout all the different um, shiurim that we've given. So now let us continue in parak tests, and I'll tell you where we're up to, but I'll give a little bit of a, uh, of a background. Um, we are up to, the last pasuk we actually did was pasuk uh, Chav Gimel. But let's give it a little bit, go a little back a little bit. And that is that um, there was the Mohama in Shushan on Yud Gimel and Yud Dalit at the request of Esther. They should have, have an extra day. The rest of the Yidin and all the Medinas Hamelech, so they, um, they waged the war on the 13th day of Adar and they rested on the 14th day. And in Pasuk Yedzayin it says, On their own, they made it a Mishta V'Simcha, because, again, they were very nervous. They're waging a war against all these Goyim, and who knows what's going to happen. And yet we find, Not one person stood up to them. Not one person fought up, uh, tried to defend themselves. And Klai Yisrael, Klai Yisrael killed on that one day throughout the Medinais, 75,000, um, 75,000, the Targum says, Amalekim. 75,000 Amalekim. So they made a party because uh, it was a Mishnah V'Simcha, because Ishloi Amar Bifneim. And then the other Yidin in Shushan, so they gathered on the 13th and the 14th, and they fasted on the 5th, and they rested on the 15th, and they made that day a Mishnah V'Simcha. So in Pasuk Yutas, it says, 
So, therefore, the Yehudim, who were in the Prozim, they made Purim on the 14th, and as we'll see in Shushan and all those, they made it on the 15th. So the Pasuk, now this is where we're really starting, in Pasuk Chav, Vayichtav Mardchai Sadvarim Ha'ele, this is really the beginning of the topic, Mardchai wrote down all of these, all of these things, all of these things. So he sent letters, he sent Svarim to all of the Jews and all the Medina Samelech, Hakroivim Varachaikim. What were the letters? So they had made. On, on, the, on the day that they, they rested after the war, they made a spontaneous yontif. So now Mordechai is coming along and he wants to establish this as a yontif. So he sent them letters that they should make the 14th day of Adar and the 15th day of Adar every year. Like the days that they rested from their enemies. So that's number one. Now, we mentioned that this concept of Yoimar Basar Lukhaidish Adar Ve'is Yoim Khamish Asar Boy. and that is that there were really two separate days. There were two separate days, the fourteenth and the fifteenth. And we talked about this last year by Rikos, that the idea is that it doesn't depend on where you came from originally. In other words, you would have thought that the Yontif of Purim has to do with when your Zayda was saved from the Gzeira. So if your Zayda all those Zayras ago was in an unwalled city, so L'chairi, your family should always celebrate Purim Yudala, no matter where you are. If your Zayda was from Shushan, or from a walled city, as they finally decided to be Magdirit, what it's, what, that it's dependent on walls from Yeshua bin Nun, so then your family should always celebrate Purim on Tezvav. So it's going to come out that it's a little bit fragmented because you'll have people in the same place. Some of them are Yoytze Shushan, some of them are Yoytze Prozim, and they have Purim on, the, on different days. And it really makes sense because that's my Hatzalah. But yet, Mordechai decided not like that. It's not going to be Tully in that. It's going to be Tully in, in um, the place that you actually are. So Mordechai wanted it to be that way for numerous reasons. One reason is it should be Ba'achdus. Doesn't make sense that in the same city some families have Purim and other families don't have Purim till the next day. Doesn't make sense. So therefore he wanted to be Ba'achdus. So you'll say, okay, but then but what does it have to do with me? If I'm a Tezvav guy, if my Zayda was in Shushan, so what do I have to do with Yudalit? How can I celebrate Yudalit? So the Teretz is a few things. And number one is because we're Takaklai, so all Ba'achdus. That shows the Achdus, that even though we're celebrating Yudalit and Tezvav, we're celebrating different days, but we're really doing it united. We're doing it as one, Vaharaya. My Zayda really was saved on Tezvav and I'm celebrating with the Yudalit people. So in order, it is a simon of Achtos that we all do it on the same day. And the other thing, the Yosef Lekach said that really the fact that Shushan had an had a extra day was really a salvation for the rest of the world as well and as a celebration. Because he was bothered by the fact that on the day of Yud Gimel, so around the whole world, they killed, killed out 75,000 Amalekim. 75,000 is a very small amount and we're talking about 127 countries. So how come the Gaim didn't come up and the next day just massacre all the Jews? I say, well, what kind of thing is this? So the Teretz is, so says the Yais of Lekach, because they saw that in Shushan took an extra day. Shushan, Esther asked for an extra, extra day and, uh, 
and they and they why? Because Ma'aseh they weren't finished yet in Shushan, and they went and they killed everybody out. They only killed out a few hundred people in Shushan, but they killed them out. So the rest of the world said, "Hey, how come the Jews in all the other countries didn't take another day to finish us off?" That is, they had Rachmanus on us. That one day was a nekama for what we tried to do to them, and they had Rachmanus. So therefore, because we didn't take the extra day, the Umasilam came to the understanding. They thought that we were doing them a favor, so they said, "Okay, you know, it's a truce. We're not going to do anything to you." So the fact that Shushan took an extra day really is a helped out the Jews in the rest of the world as well. So the Yudalit people. People also have a shaykhs to the Tezvav people. We all have a shaykhs with each other. So even the people in the rest of the world have a shaykhs. So Mamela, since that's true, at least in that way, the Yodala to the Tezvav people, so that's why Mordechai decided it's going to be Tali in places. And it's again, it was a symbol of, of, of the Achdus of Kala Yisrael. So what are they supposed to do? So that's Kayamim Ashenach of Amayudim. And number two, It's not only the day of Purim, it's the whole month of Adam. Why is that? So the Gemara really says, The Gemara in Taina says, What does one have to do with the next? When Just like when we start the month of Av, we're Mimayit in Simcha, because of the Avelis of Tishabav, so too, what's the so too? So the Gra says, because, what's the reason that Mishanichnas Av Mimatim is Simcha? Teret says, when there's a Tzara in the month, so till you get to that month, you know, you're not thinking about it so much. Once the month comes, it's already on your mind from the beginning of the month. So that's why because Tisha B'Av is coming. So right away in the beginning of the month, you're already looking forward to the Avelis. So he says the same thing is with the Tzara. When the month of Adar came, so once it was a Teves, Shvat, Klaiso said, okay, you know, it's not happening yet. But Rosh Adar came, they know in 13 days, Lashmin Laharagalabe, there's going to be a big war. So, ready from Rosh they were Biyogin. They're ready, worried already, because in the beginning of the month. So, what happened now when Purim came and the Hatzala came? So, Adarabba, the whole Chaydish was Nepach. The Chaydish went from Yogin Lesimcha, Meva Leyamta. That's why Mishanichnas Adar is Marbin Besimcha. Kishem Shanichnas Av, because it has to do with the month. So, therefore, Mordechai said it's not only the days, it's the month that turns from Yogin Lesimcha Eva Leontif. So what was the Takana? So they're going to be days, made days of Mishta and Simcha. So these are the mitzvahs of the day of Purim. There's Mishta and Simcha go together. There's Mishleach Monas and Matanas Levyonim. And the Jews accepted that. They accepted that. Vikibel is kulam ke'echad. Again, just like earlier in Pasuk Tezayin when they fought the war, it says, Nikalu ve'amoid, Lashen yachid, Ba'achtus gomer, says the Gra. It was Ba'achtus, like Kishachad um, Belevechad, like we had in, 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 in Matan Tyre in this week's Parsha. So too is Ba'achtus gomer. So to over here again, Vikibel, when they accepted it, it was also Ke'echad. So they accepted it, Ke'echad, what they had themselves begun. What did they begin? We said before, spontaneously, they made Yemei Mishta V'Simcha. They made that themselves. And that's, so that's Esa Sherei 
And then, Ve'isasher Kosav, Mordechai added on Mishloach Monos and Matanos of Yoinim. Now, he added on the Mishnah Vesimcha will be yearly as well, but that they had started on their own. That's Asasher Echelu. That they began, they accepted it for the future, and then there's a Ve'isasher Kosav that he added. Now, the truth is, the truth is that in, in Pasukia test that we read, it says the Yehudim Aprazim they make Arbaser l'Chaydish Adar Simcha Umishte V'Yamtef Umishlech Manes Lishreayu. It's interesting to me the Gaon doesn't address this at all, but the Gemara addresses it, and the Gemara says that in the first pasuk it says it's supposed to be a Yamtef for him, and then in our pasuk it says in pasuk Chaveis he sent them a letter to make it Mishte V'Simcha Umishlech Manes Lishreayu Umatanes Levyanim. There's no Yantif. Instead of Yantif, there's Matanus Levyanim. The first Pasuk only had Mishloach Manus and Yantif, no Matanus Levyanim. So the Gemara says that really Mordechai wanted to make it a full fledged Yantif. Full fledged Yantif. Full fledged Yantif, Mishloach Manus. You got Mishloach Manus on Yantif, but you can't do Matanus Levyanim. You can't give out money on Yantif. So that's what he really wanted to make it a full fledged Yantif. The Gemara says Klaiso wasn't a Kabbalit. Klaiso didn't want to do it. And therefore, when Mordechai saw they didn't want to make it as a full-fledged Yantif with the Isra Malach and all of that, so then he changed it and he took out the Yantif. Once he took out the Yantif, so then he added in the Matanais, the Matanais Lev Yainim. That's what the Gemara says. And again, the Gra Unor the Yosef Lekach here address it. Sam Seifer has numerous Pshatim to explain what went on, um, why, what the difference is. And um, just just uh, one idea that he, he speaks about, I'm not going to go through all the pratim of how he develops it, but the basic idea was that Chazal tell us that for Ashros, Hashchina to happen in Klai Yisrael, you need Torah and Chesed. You need Torah and Gemilitz Chasadim. Another way to have Ashros Hashchina is Shabbos and Yantiv. Shabbos and Yantiv is Ashros Hashchina. So he has a whole Cheshbon of why the Chatechila, um, Mordechai wanted to make it a Yantif, so he figured with the Kabbalah Satayra that Kla Yisrael re-accepted, as we'll see soon, of Kimu Vikiblu, together with a Yantif, there'll be Asherah Sashchina. But when Kla Yisrael, he has a Cheshman, why we couldn't accept it as a Yantif, so therefore he made it Matanus Lev which is Chesed, and when you have Chesed together with Taira, so then you have Asherah Sashchina. But that is just a, a diuk in the Psukim over here that the Gemara is Medayik, that we really, Purim should have been a Yantif, and um, see, it would be interesting how it would work out then. So then, like, the, the idea of, I guess, I guess it would depend to be the same thing. Wherever you are, so it was a yantif. So be a, we don't have such a thing. Yantif Shani, we have such a thing. That we have yantif, right? So it doesn't have yantif, right? But you have over here that one place is mamish full yantif, and the next place is, 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 is not a full yantif, is nothing at all. Um, and telling the place. Now, according to that, it would be much bigger problem if you went with your Zaydas and where you came from. Because then, in the same city, some people fear Zachyantiv, some people don't That mamish doesn't make any sense, right? So at least this would at least work out a little bit. Maybe that was another Cheshman that Mordechai Lechatchila made and when he set it up that way, and even when he uh, watered it down to what we have for him, so to speak, he kept it with that, with that Cheshman. So that's a Gantz Shiloh. Some cipher handles with that, yeah. What was this? What would do? It had to do with Eretz Yisrael and things like that. So it could be. Um, so, so that might be a reason why Lachatchila he thought he would be able to, and then eventually it didn't work out that way. He, I think he want, in one in one shot he wants to say that if all of Klaiso would have gone back to build to buy Shani, they would have had the Kayach to do that. 
But since the Maisel of Klai Yisrael didn't, at that point, so it didn't really happen now, but at a point somewhere, they said, well, it can't be a Yantiv because we're not all back in Eretz Yisrael, so then we have to downgrade it to a, to a, to a quasi Yantiv like we have. So that is that. Is that. So now, so, um, so, so that's what they were macabre on themselves. Now, we'll just point out that we mentioned this a few times over the years. All of these different mitzvahs, really, way back in the beginning, on the Iker Gzeira of Haman, in Paragimel, um, so Haman made the Gzeira Lahashmi, Lahar Gulabed, Eskola Yehudi Minar Vadzokein, Tafinashim Ushlalam Lovois. So, over there, the Gra says that a person is made up of four different components. He's made up of nefesh, ruach, neshama, and guf. Um, and he says, really, nefesh and guf are really the same thing. So that's physical. Then there's ruach, neshama, and then there's the fourth thing is the kinyan, a person's possessions. So he says that um, the neshama is ikral mitzvahs. Neshama is here to help a person do mitzvahs. So uh, that's what the neshama is for. So he says that Haman wanted to be Oikar Hakal. He wanted to get rid of every aspect of Kla Yisrael. Number one, Lahashmid. He says, Elu HaMitzvah. He didn't want Kla Yisrael to do mitzvahs. That's Keneged the Neshama. Laharik, he wanted to kill. That's the life of the person. That's the Ruach of the person. Laabed, even the Guf. He wanted to destroy their Guf. Yisrael. There shouldn't even be a remembrance of Kla Yisrael. He's going to destroy the bodies as well. And then Ushlalam Lava is that's their property, Huakinyan. That's their property that is going to be totally plundered, which means to say it might exist in the world, but it's going to be spread out all over the place. Spread all over the place, so there'll be no Zecher of. Uh, somebody logged on. Um, there'll be no Zecher of Klai Yisrael anywhere. So his Kavana was Lahashmi Lahargal Labeid, Ushlalam Lava was eradicate everything. No mitzvahs, no life. No even physical remnants of a goof and no property. So then, when we had the uh, when we had the the Yeshua, so Kenegdam Ampurim, we have four things. Keneged, he wanted to be mevatel the mitzvahs. We have a new mitzvah, Kriyas Hamagillah. We got another mitzvah out of it. Keneged, one he wanted to be Ma'abed Um I'm sorry, that was Keneged the Neshama. That was Keneged the Neshama. Keneged Haruach. The Ruach is the life. The life of a person is in his lave, his heart. So that's the mitzvah of Simcha. Simcha is in the person's heart. Keneged, the guf that he wanted to destroy. We have the mitzvah of Mishta, of enjoying with our body. And Keneged, Ushlalom Lava, is that's Matanus Lav Yainim. That the Pshat is, not only will our money not be plundered, we'll have so much extra money that we'll be able to give Matanus Lav Yainim. So those are the four things. Mishlech is where it fits itself into. We once gave a series of shiurim um, on different mitzvahs of Purim, Lamdash shiurim, and Mishlech Manas either fits into Manatanus of Yainim or fits into the Sudas Purim. According to many shitas, the whole Mishlech Manas is only to make sure everyone has a Suda, so you can be medayik from the going one way or the next. So that is... The um, that is the four things that they were makabel here: Mishta and Simcha. So over here you have the Mishta and the Simcha. The Simcha is for the lave. That's connected the life. The Mishta is for the guf. Matanas Yainim is for the money. And the mitzvah of Kriyas Hamagillah, which is not listed in this thing here in this pasuk by us, but that is the extra mitzvah connected the neshama. And this is what Klai Yisrael was makabel to do. How will they get extra money? Are they, were they allowed to take the uh, money? No, it just means to say, Ladiris will have enough money. 
In other words, it's a, Hashem is the Rebbeinu Shalom is giving us a mitzvah of Matanas Avyanim, which by definition means forever we'll have enough money to be able to. So that we had a Gansashai like that last year, I don't remember, because um, in some places the Yosef Lekach I think had a couple Pshatim. They didn't take it right away, but in, in some places, according to Yosef Lekach, they did have a right to take the. Um, to take the biza. It says in, in Pasuk Tezayin, it says, Ushari Yehudim Nikolam it says, Uva biza loisholchu es yodam. That's what the Pasuk says. Uva biza loisholchu es yodam. So I think there was a machlaik, if I remember correctly, was that forever? Because that was pshat is because we wanted to show that we're not really, want, we don't, we're really interested in this. Klaisel doesn't fight wars. The only reason we had to fight a war here, if you remember, and we're going to talk about it in a moment, is that really there was a pasche, there was a letter that went out. The letter went out that said that you have to be ready for such a day. And the Achashverosh said, We can't take it back. So the only reason why we even wanted to go fight the war is because we probably had no choice. The only reason we could do it is take the letter and make one drop of a shinui and say, the Jews are the ones who could fight. But the letter has to remain. So we don't really want to fight wars. So Mardukhai said, we really didn't, weren't interested in this, and therefore we're not, no one touched the visa. No one touched the visa. We're sure we're doing this just because technically we had no other issues. But I seem to remember the Yosef Lekach said that that was only in Shushan, I think, um, and Masha'in Kane and the other places, they had a right um, afterwards. Not that day, but afterwards they had a right to take the visa, if I remember correctly. But he was just saying, Bechlal, we'll have enough money to be able to do uh, a Matanus of Yayin. Okay, so Pasuk Chavdalet. And this is really where we're holding. Ki Haman ben Hadassah HaGagi, Tzayrer Kala Yehudim, Choshav Yehudim La'abda. Now, this, says the Gra, this key is all part of the letter, right? He wrote, Vayichtav Mordechai. This is how it started off here in Pasuk Chav. Vayichtav Mordechai Sadvar Me'ela. All of this that we said here was written. L'Kayim Aleyem, L'Yazayzim. All this, Kihaman ben Adaso Agagi Tzarek al Yehudim, Choshev al Yehudim Abdam. So he told them, why are we doing this? Because Haman, he thought on the Jews Abdam, Vihipil poor, and he made a lottery. Hu Hagayrol, that's the lot. Lehumam ula Abdam. Lehumam ula Abdam. So now, so the first thing is here is that this is, so he's saying, the Gra says that this is the reason why we're making a, uh, 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 why we're making this yontif. Now, says the Gra, v'hipil por, hu ha-gayra l'humalavdam, shekasav aleyem, so Mardchai wrote in the letters that gam ha-gayra shehipil v'mazalois was l'humamu l'avdam. In other words, don't think that this was only Choshev al Yehudim la'abdam. This was some plot that Haman had, but there was no real reason why it should ever be successful. So Mordechai wrote, no, v'hipil pur hu He made a lottery with the astrology, and the gairol came out l'humam la'abdam, to destroy them. L'humam la'abdam, which is even more than just la'abdam. L'humam means totally to, 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 to tumul them, to make them confused, and to destroy them. So Mardchai was telling them, don't think that this was just like a joke. This was a real thing here. So what happened? But HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who has an override on the system of nature, that yes, according to the Mazalos, you Gimel Adar, should have been destroyed. It wasn't just uh, Haman's uh, idea here. The Gairo came out like that. But yet HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mahapach the Mazalos. And that's V'nafoy Hu, he switched it around. We were supposed to be destroyed, Hashem turned it over. Says the Grov, Ikar Hanes HaGadol. That is 
is the Ikernais. That is the Ikernais. And let's just read a little bit further and then we'll go back to the Yosef Lekach. And the Pasuk continues, And when this came, and this thing, this topic, according to the Grah means, the Dabar, when this Gzeira came and the whole story came in front of the Melech, meaning when he finally saw what truly was happening with Haman and with Esther and the whole story so then he says no turn it around again it has to be with the Sefer the original letter has to be Kayam but turn it around so therefore they called and this was all part of what um, Mardchai was writing, we're calling the name of this Yantif Purim Al Shem Hapur, and the name of the lottery, Al Kain Al Kaldivrei Hageres Hazois. This is Al Kain Al Kaldivrei Hageres Hazois, therefore, through this entire letter. This is Vayichtai Mardchai. He wrote all of this. So he's sa- telling them the poor was really against us. Is this a real thing? And the Nase is Akadish Baruch was Mahapech the Mazalas. Al Shem Hapur says the Gra. Al Shem Hanes. Shehipech Akadish Baruch was a Mazalas. Again, Shezehu Iker Hanes. If you want to know what the Nase of Purim was, this was the Iker Hanes. And earlier in Parag Gimel, when he talked about, when it says that uh, Haman made the, uh, the poor, the Gra said over there, Hippo poor hua Gairel. Pirish Omar Pur, why did it say in the Megillah Pur? So you should know that it's called Purim al Shem Hapur. So, but we don't know what's a Pur. Lachain Omar Hu Hagairo. Pur is an Aramaic word. So therefore, it's Hu Hagairo. That's the lottery. Gairo is a Lashon Kaidish word. Vikaru Purim, again he says over there, Levishazeh, Iker Hanes. The Iker Hanes was the Pur. Because he was mapil a gairol, which day he's going to win? It fell out in your gibbeladur. This was the ikernes. Purim al shame al shame hapur. Now let's go back for a moment and look at the yosef lekach. So the yosef lekach and the pasuk ki haman ben amdaso hagogi is bothered. Again, the same, similar to what the gra says. Why it starts off la abdam and then lehumam ula abdam. So according to the Gura, he says that Haman thought Labdam, and the poor came out Lehumam Labdam. He doesn't stress why it says Lehumam, but that's what the girl came, came out. It's interesting because in, in, if you look in Rashi, you have Rashi over there. Rashi in Pasuk of Dal says, Ki Haman Adasa Chashav Lehumam Ulaabdam. Like what's Rashi doing? That's the Pasuk says, Chashav Labdam. So Rashi is saying, Then the apostle said, That's what it means. It means, Rashi seems to be addressing that in the Pasuk, it starts off, Haman just was Labdam, and then it was Labdam. So Rashi says, No, it means that too. Why it didn't say that? Rashi doesn't address it. So the Yosef Lekach here says like this. If you remember way back, when originally, when Haman made this Gzeira, Haman was a little nervous. Uh, it, it sort of made no sense, really, for what he wanted to do here. You have a, a Mardchai who refuses to bow down to him. Okay, fine. So now, he's such a big Balgaiva, Haman, that it's not enough for him to take, take Nekam against Mardchai. He's got to take Nekam against the, the whole Jewish nation. Okay, so what's your Nekama? Really, Mardchai is supposed to bow down to you like a slave bows down to a master. So what's the Nekama? You should make them all slaves, right? No, I'm going to kill them all out. That's a little extreme. It's a little extreme. 
Right. So he's going to come to Achashverish and say, Achashverish, you know what? Mordechai didn't bow down to me. I'm such a big Balgaiva that it's not enough that I want to punish Mordechai. I want to punish his entire nation and not just punish them. I want to destroy them. He's saying, Meshuggah, you're crazy. What are you doing? So, so, so the Yosef Lekach said over there that the word La'abdam can mean two things. It can mean make them avadim, even though it's an olive and an ayin, but it means to say, to abolish their freedom, make them avadim. They shouldn't be done doing what they want. Or it can mean to destroy them. So Haman was a smart guy. He said, I'm going to take my chances here. He's going to take my chances that I'm going to say la'abdam. Let me see what Achashverosh says. If he says you're crazy, I'll say, no, I only meant avadim. Okay, that makes sense. And if he gives me free reign, I'll do what I want. So let's talk what happened. He told him, do whatever you want, Haman. So then Haman went, he went, he went, he went crazy. So it says over here, so it says the Yosef Lekach, He just thought La'abdam. Now La'abdam can mean many things. But it's an interesting thing. Says the, says the, says the Yosef Lekach that, that um, he only thought La'abdam. But when he made the Geirol, the Geirol came out which means full destruction. So, that's, so he... he got more than he asked for from the Geirol. He looked, what's a good day, La'abdam? Thinking, Avadim's good enough. Then the Geirol came out, L'humam La'abdam, he says, oh, so one second, now I could take it even further. He was still nervous from Achashverosh, not knowing what to do, but at least this gave him a little bit more confidence that maybe he'll be able to do it. So when Achashverosh told him, so that was L'hashmi L'haragul Abed, and he understood from the Gemazalos that he'll be Takamatzliach. So according to the Yosef Lekach, Haman thought La'abdam. Then the Geirol came up, the Geirol came out a little bit more than he asked for, and therefore that is, um, that is why he said L'hashmi L'arek. So says the Yosef Lekach in the next pasuk, the Goin says Boya meant Hadover, the whole topic. He knows it's going on Esther. When she came in front of the king, the king said, Yashem Achshavte Hara. So Yosef Lekach says, what's going on over here? What's going on is that Mordechai didn't write the whole story. He's sending out a letter, we have to make a yantif. He wrote really Rashi Prokim, very Bikitzer. There was a Gzeira by Haman, and Esther came to the king, and the king switched it around, and now we have a yantif. Very simple. He didn't go through the whole thing, all of the Nisim and the Pratis, all that was going on. And that's an important thing, as we'll see. He wrote it very bekitzer. So that is, so what happened? So then, So says Yosef Lekha, who's the karu? They called it. Who, who's the they? And then what's this next thing? How many alkanes are there in this pasuk? What's this alkane? So says the Yosef Lekach, what happened was here, as we said, that Mardchai wrote it very bekitzer. So, when people saw the letters, they said, what was the nace already here? There was a nace that happened? Again, the people in Shushan, maybe they knew. The people closer, they knew. But again, 127 countries. So they get this letter, and they hear, Haman wanted to destroy us, Esther's the queen. We knew, they knew Esther was the queen. Everybody knew that. They thought, Esther's the queen. She went to the king. He changed the story and finished. And that's it. So they said, what's, uh, the, what's, the, uh, what's the problem? Elamai, there was a poor Okay, so what? So there was one poor that Haman made a mistake in, and then the next poor that they made came out that the Jews are on top. No one saw. So he says, no one saw the nace. Alkane karu 
Kol HaYehudim Layamim Ho'ele Purim Al Shem HaPur says the Yisav Lekach means the second poor, a non-existent poor. In other words, they surmised in their minds there was a first poor that Haman made that came out that he's going to win. Obviously, he made a mistake. Vaharaya, we won. Must be they redid it. You know, there was a, it was a, you know, there was a replay. You know, what? Oh, there was a recount, a recount, yeah. And it wasn't certified the first time around, right? There was a recount. They did a replay and finished. It came out like the Jews. So Alkane, when they saw this letter that, um, that Mordechai sent out, they called the days Purim, Al Shem Hapur, meaning the second poor that they imagined in their mind happened. And they didn't call the days Yemei Nisim. Why did they call it Nisim? They should call Nisim. Why? Because they said to themselves, this wasn't a nice. There was a mistake here. He didn't do it right the first time around. And therefore, that's the second Alkain. You want to know why they called it Purim? Alkain called Ivrei Agaris Azais. Because of this letter, which was so not clear, that they said, there's no nace going on over here. They read the letter. Alkain called Ivrei Agaris Azais. Alkain, Karal Yamamela Purim. They called it Purim. They called it Al Shem Hapur. That makes sense why it's, it's a Russian um, plural. Uh, uh, right, correct. The Purim. Right, the Purim. And then it says Al Shem Hapur. Right? Purim Hashem HaPur. What's the poor? Teres says the second poor was the next. They called it Purim for both of them because there was a mistake there. So that's what, that's what he says. But the Chiddush is, um, the Chiddush is in the next Pasuk, Kimu V'Kiblu Ayhudim Aleim. That even though, even though they're not really understanding what Mordechai is sending over here. In a way, it doesn't make sense. What was the big nace? Okay, so it, it, again, they're not denying that there's Hashem involved and even things that are in Teva. Okay, but there was a mistake. What was the big deal? And so Mordechai is making whole, still, Kimu V'Kibla Yehudim, the Yerush of Lekich says, Siper Bishvacham, that even though they didn't chap the whole story and they thought it's all Tully and the Mazalas, they were still Mekayim, Kimu V'Kiblu, they were still Mekabel, the um, whatever Mardchai told them, Aleim, Val Zarom, Val Kal Nilvim Aleim, we're going to go into all of this um, next week. They were Mekabel, is Gansa Maisa here, even though they really didn't understand, so to speak, what was going on. Now, could be, I'm just I'm thinking, if, if you recall, that one of the Chataim that Kla Yisrael had in Shushan was going to the party. Went to the party. They didn't listen to, to Mardchai. They didn't listen to Mardchai. And they had to do a tikkun on that chait. And the tikkun, first we, we, we showed, and um, I had a few shurim, two, two already on Torah anytime, the miracles of Purim, that I gave in someone's office, just an overview of the first two prakim. There'll be a third one to finish it off, where, um, where we talk about that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu Atzas Hashem, setting the stage for, the, uh, for putting everybody in place, getting Vashti out of, the, out of the way, getting Esther into the palace, how HaKadosh Baruch Hu moves things around on the, on the board. And one of the things was that um, Rav Rev, the Zechariah Levracha, would say that Esther was the Goyel that is going to bring Klai Yisrael to Tshuva for the Chet of, of Shushan. Mordechai would do the rest of the world for the Chet. They bow down to Nebuchadnezzar Selim, and Esther would take care of Shushan. So one of the things is that she, they didn't listen to Mordechai. So she excelled in that, right? She refu- didn't tell Achashverosh who she was. Ki Mordechai The guy says over there, even though by that time, see, Mordechai was afraid, she hid, and they're gonna, they're gonna, they finally chapped her. So if she tells them who her family is, they're gonna punish the family. She so said, don't tell anyone who you are. 
So then, even though afterwards it says that she found favor in the eyes of Haggai, and he treated her well, so at that point maybe she could think, they're not going to do anything bad to me. Pasuk says, no, she still didn't say, Mordechai told her. And then even later, after Achashverosh makes her the, the, the queen, it says she still doesn't tell. Why? Because Mordechai told her not to do it. I doesn't make any sense. No, but that's part of the tikkun of listening to Mordechai. And... That is also, um, it says that uh, Mordechai went around to all the Jews by to tell them to fast was also part of the tikkun. They should listen to Mordechai they, instead of because they didn't listen to him the first time around. So could be, maybe Pshad is over here is the same thing. According to the Yais of Lekach, Klai Yisrael didn't understand what the point of this Yantiv at this point. They didn't understand what it is. So they could have said to him, what are you, what are you doing over here? Making a whole new Yantiv out of nothing? This is Maisim Bechal Yaim. There's Gzairas that change. Like, what are you doing? And yet the Pasuk says, no, Kimu Vikibla Now they made out, they were Makabal for themselves, for the children, Ludairi Dairis. And even though they all looked at themselves, we're calling it Purim. That makes no sense. But if Mordechai sees a reason to do it, could be this is all part, shows that they take the tshuva, Tidshuva um, on, on, on that chet. Let's just finish off this pasuk over here, Chavav, according to the Gra, that he says, So what are these words? So the Gain says like this. The Gain says that there were different people in Klai Yisrael. He says, the, the gears that we have is Bayes, but the Milt Stucker changed it to Gimel. Gimel meaning Hayyub Yisrael. There were really three, at least three different groups in Klai Yisrael. So he says, there were some people that were so far away. There's a bit of a Chiddush. There's some people, Yidin, who were so far away that they didn't even know about the whole story. The only the first time they heard about it was when Mordechai sent out this Igeris. All of a sudden they hear, there's a story, there's Amman. It's a little hard to understand. The Gemara says, I mean, maybe not to understand. It says, because it says... Um, what's the when it says that the gzera went out? Let's just see what the lashon of the pasuk is. Um, maybe it didn't reach every place. Okay, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But the grove here says that there were places that they first heard about it from Mordechai. They didn't know anything. Um, and then there were some people who knew about the 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 first letters which all it said was to be ready for that day. As if you remember, it says Haman really sent out two letters. One, he was very unclear. Everyone be ready for that day. There was another letter with that, an addendum that came to the Sarim of every Medina. And in that he told them in detail what's going to happen. Be ready because we're going to all kill all the Jews. So there were some people who knew about the Paschagen. They knew about the, um, the fact that there's going to be something to be ready. And the Jews were scared from that because usually if everybody's getting ready, it's the Jews who are going to lose out. And then there were people who were even closer, meaning that they had found out from the Sarim what's really going to happen. And the Gra says that actually at that point they started cheppering the Jews. They made them Tsarists. The ones who knew what was going to happen on Yud Gimel the next year, they immediately started making Tsarists for the Jews. Why not? Why should we wait? Let's start now. So there were three different groups. So that's what he says. He says, that's a pshat. That's the people who only knew from the Igeris. They only knew they were very far. And then there was Umoro'u. 
There are those who actually saw the original Gzeira. And then Umohigia, the ones who actually it reached them, meaning they suffered from it. They were the Kroivim Ma'oid Ma'oid, they were the closer ones. So he sent it out to everyone here. Everyone, Lefi Madre Gosa, he had a different understanding in what, in what the story was, Bishas Maisa. But either way, the, we're understanding here. So that's according to the Gra. So Mamela, since everybody now had a picture of what happened, according to the Gra, they were all Makabal on themselves, what Mardachai what Mardechai um, was sending them. Mardechai was sending them. According to the Gra, Mardechai told them this was an ace, right? He calls it Purim, al Shem Hapur. He was telling them that was the Iker Nase. And he was telling that to everybody, even those of you who are first hearing about it, those who knew a little about it, and those who knew all about it, for everyone it's an ace. According to the Yais of Lekach, they looked at the Igeres and they said, what's the ace? They themselves voluntarily called it Purim, al Shem Hapur. And yet, even so, they were still macabre on themselves this as a Yontif. Bez Hashem, we will continue next week.